Welcome to the Canadian Pizza Podcast, hosted by Canadian Pizza Magazine, the voice of the Canadian independent pizzeria, which delivers to the industry the latest information on market trends, research, recipes, innovations, news, and new products. You've tuned in to hear compelling conversations with people influencing the pizza industry in Canada. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Colleen Cross, editor of Canadian Pizza Magazine. One year after the COVID-19 pandemic changed the restaurant industry dramatically, pizzerias, restaurants, bakery cafes, and other hospitality businesses are still dealing with the challenge of restrictions and the financial fallout. Today, we look at the latest government programs and extensions of current programs with our financial guide, Bonnie Cable. Bonnie is a chartered professional accountant and a certified general accountant. She is president of AKR Consulting Canada. That's a Mississauga firm that specializes in government grants, subsidies, tax credits, refunds, and rebates since 2003. Welcome, Bonnie. Colleen, thank you very much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for joining us. I'll just get right into it. Uh, what are the latest updates to current federal programs uh, to assist small businesses financially? Well, there was um, there was an announcement that came out this week, and this had to do with the Canadian Emergency Rent Subsidy Program. Um, so I'm just going to give you just a little bit of detail on the program and, and talk about um, the change. So the current rent subsidy program has been in effect since September 27, 2020. Uh, the Canadian Emergency Rent Subsidy Funding, it operates as a sliding scale um, and it supports any businesses that have had a drop in revenue. Um, and the refund is 65, up to 65% of the rent. The rate of your revenue, it doesn't matter how much it drops. Your, your revenue could drop as little as 5% year over year, and you will still get some kind of refund from the Canadian Emergency Rent Subsidy, which is very interesting. Wow. So this funding, which is uh, 65% of eligible expenses, uh, it covers rent, property taxes, and utilities. Um, and the Canadian Emergency Rent Subsidy is retroactive to September 27, 2020. So if you have not yet applied, you still have uh, time to apply. Um, you have 180 days. Um, uh, Canadian Emergency Rent Subsidy, you have to file for uh, periods. So these periods are four weeks long. And businesses, they should only apply for the CERS funding periods that they qualify for. So the announcement on March 3, 2021, is that if a business was uh, forced to close because of a lockdown, there is an additional 25% that you can claim in eligible expenses. So that brings the total amount of uh, CERS funding to 90%, which is, um, which is huge. Wow, that is great incentive yeah. to, to uh, get in there and make your claim. D- definitely. Um, just to note, um, the Canadian Emergency Rent Subsidy will be in place until June of 2021. And I guess we'll just, you know, see how COVID goes if um, continue, if COVID continues to, to 
to be around and cause businesses to shut down, causes lockdowns, then I think we'll see another extension of funding of the, um, the rent subsidies that we're seeing and the wage subsidies. Right. Now, now uh, you have some information that I think our, our listeners would like to hear about companies uh, that may have opened in 2020. Can you tell us more about that? Yes, um, this is very interesting. So there's a lot of businesses out there that they believe um, or they've been, been given information that isn't accurate. If they open in 2020, they are still able to apply for the program. So in order to qualify, you either need to have a business number by September 27th of 2020, or you need to have um, payroll uh, payroll number by um, March 15th of 2020. If uh, either of those two criteria uh, work for the company, then they will qualify for funding. And most businesses will get a business number before their business actually opens. Um, so I guess sales were pretty good in Ontario for, um, and most of Canada from, let's say, May till about November, and then we started seeing lockdowns again. So if a business, their sales mm-hmm. decreased in November, December, January, February, and March, they are then in a position to apply for the Canadian Emergency Rent Subsidy. All right, that's good information. This is there, there certainly are businesses opening, as we found. Exactly. And, and again, it doesn't matter how much your sales have gone down. If your sales have gone down 5% or 10%, there's still going to be some kind of um, subsidy for you. Right. Would have been very good to know when they were opening, wouldn't it? <laughs> that they were going to have a sort of a, that assurance, but it's really good. Yeah, I, I guess the other thing that we're really seeing is that um, I think you posted on on the Canadian Pizza website. There are also funding programs in every single province, and businesses mm-hmm. need to be aware that if you're applying for the federal programs, you are also able to apply for those provincial programs. So I would encourage uh, listeners to go to the Canadian Pizza website and have a look at, at their um provincial funding to make sure that they are taking advantage of that as well. Right. That was good information from you. And we'll have a link uh, below this podcast when when it's posted so you can link directly to uh, more details from Bonnie on on the provincial assistance. Um, Another uh, important thing to note is that most of these provincial programs, they have deadlines as well. Um, I know for Ontario, the deadline is is coming up at the end of this month. So you definitely want to have a look sooner than later if you have not already applied. And I always say it doesn't hurt to apply because the only thing they can do is turn you down, right? But if you don't try, you won't get anything. Right, even in the case of some loans, uh, the loans that I understand, do I understand correctly, if you apply, you don't necessarily have to use the loan, but you can get yourself uh, in there and get eligible for it should it be needed. That's true. That is very true. You know, you might as well um, put that money aside in case you need it because you just don't know how long this is going to last. I mean, they're talking with the vaccine that we're still going to need to wear masks, right? And things aren't necessarily going to open right away. It'll take a while. So to have that money put aside, 
in case you need it, you know it's there. Yeah. And yeah. Go ahead. And that would be that would be the Canadian Emergency uh, Business Account, which um, just to recap on that, um, there was an initial forty thousand dollar loan. They now have a, another twenty thousand dollar loan, so there's up to sixty thousand dollars that is available to businesses. And if that money is repaid by December 31st, 2022, the government will forgive $20,000. That's one-third of the loan that would be forgiven. Wow. That's huge. Yeah, it is. Can you tell us a little more about uh, the wage subsidy and what's going on with that? So the uh, the wage subsidy, um, the the current version of it, uh, was announced um, back in back last year. I want to say that the it came out in about September last year, and it is currently in effect till June 2021. And when it was first announced, uh, there was a maximum um, claim on wages, 65%, up to $847 uh, per employee. Um, that amount of 65% of wages was actually increased to 75% of wages for the period of December 20th, 2020 to March 13th, 2021. And that has to do um, with the lockdowns that, you know, we've had. Right. Um, uh, businesses, again, this is on a sliding scale. So if your sales have decreased, um, by a minimum of 40%, you are able to apply for funding. Um, again, there are deadlines. Businesses have 180 days to file for funding. And um, funding is for four-week periods at a time. And the uh, CWS funding period of August 27th to September, sorry, August 28th to September 27th, it will expire on um, March 26th. So that's an upcoming deadline that people need to be aware of. Right. Right, thank you. And, and uh, the, the, the Canada, sorry, Canada Recovery Benefit, can you tell us a little bit about that? Canada, uh, okay, so the Canada Recovery uh, Benefit, that replaced um, CERB. I think everybody remembers the CERB, the $2,000 um, program. So the Canadian um, Recovery Benefit will provide eligible workers with uh, $500 per week for up to 26 weeks. Um, if they stop working and if they're not eligible for EI or they're um, self-employed and they have their income reduced 50% as a result of COVID. And uh, the benefit, instead of being paid um, on a monthly basis like it previously was, it will be paid every two weeks. Right. And that is, yeah, and that's in place until September of next year, or sorry, of this year. Right. Lots of staff taking advantage of that. Definitely. Yeah, so so we have a, a few uh, different programs as well. Can you tell us a little bit uh, more about those? Yeah, Colleen. One program that I, I want to bring to um, uh, bring to the listenership is the Canadian United Small Business Relief Fund. Um, so this is a grant 
it's a, it's a federal grant. It's up to $5,000 for PPE. So this is available across Canada. Um, so here's an interesting note. If you've applied for a provincial PPE grant, you're not eligible to claim those, ex those expenditures a second time, right? But right. Let, so let's say you, in Ontario, I'll speak about Ontario because we know this one well. Let's say oh, since March 20th of 2020 till now, you've purchased um, $6,000 of uh, PPE. And in Ontario, you're only allowed a maximum of claiming $1,000 of that PPE. So you applied for Ontario, you got your $1,000. But you still have $5,000 worth of expenses that you haven't claimed. You would be able to claim that through this program. I see. It can top it up. Exactly. It's a top up. Um, so applications, uh, they opened February 16th. 2021. Um, it's important to know that this is the, the second round of the Canada United Small Business Relief Fund. Um, there was a, the first round happened in the fall and that went pretty quick. Um, so this fund was actually created by uh, RBC to help support local businesses across Canada um, to help small businesses offset the cost to open safely or adopt digital technologies and move their businesses online. Um, so this current fund is $14 million. And I think the, uh, the federal government has also uh, contributed to this fund. Um, under the previous funding, there, it helped 2,000 uh, businesses. And I guess they're looking to help um, a lot more. So again, you're able to claim expenses all the way back to March 15, 2020. And there are three specific areas that you can claim it under. Um, the first one is uh, personal protective equipment that you've had to purchase for both uh, customers and employees. And that'll cover masks, face shields, gloves, sanitizer, disinfectant, chemicals and wipes, um, chemical sprayers, no-touch thermometers, and any protective gear that you need to wear, such as uh, scrubs, lab coats, et cetera. Number two, um, which is uh, great for, for your listenership, is renovations um, to the business to adhere to reopening guidelines. And that, um, that means that it will cover the cost of renovations or alterations related to COVID that are permanent or temporary, um, made to reduce the risk of COVID to staff or customers. Um, and renovations can include uh, renovations to the building or the purchase of physical barriers, such as plexiglass or sneeze guards, the creation of signage or floor markers, um, the purchase of sanitizing stations, which we see all over the place these days. Yeah. Um, the building or purchase of materials used to create a structure to facilitate curbside pickup or contactless payment or to otherwise move aspects of the business outside. So, for instance, putting tents outside. Um, I guess you could technically have freezers outside, anything that's helping you to move your business outside of your uh, your building. Right. That'd be huge, huge for restaurants. 
Absolutely. The installation of touchless devices such as doors, waste containers, and bathroom upgrades. Um, the installation or purchase rental of equipment or furniture to ensure safe customer facing operations and associated electrical and plumbing work directly attributing to the renovation. Wow. So that, that covers, um, it covers a lot. It yeah. does. It does. And lastly, um, it also covers enhancements of your website or developing e-commerce capabilities um, or upgrading your website to better serve your customers during COVID, right? So developing uh, a website for curbside pickup or ordering online. Right. A, a mobile app or or just upgrading your website. Would it cover uh, such a thing as well, do you think? I think so. It would definitely yeah. cover it because you're facilitating um, people not coming into your store, right, or you're into your, mm. into your uh, operation. So, um, so again, there's a lot here, and funding is up to 100% of cost to $5,000. Um, so just a few note, notes on the qualifying criteria. Mm-hmm. Um, the business, um, an incorporation, sole proprietorship, or partnership, um, needs to have opened by March 1st, 2020. It can have no more than 75 employees. You need a minimum amount of sales of $150,000 in 2019 and not more than $3 million. And I think this is speaking specifically of 2019. Right. And have um, one million dollars of uh, commercial general liability insurance, which say most businesses do. Okay. And you That's need, important. You need, uh, yes, that is the important one. And um, you need to continue to be in operation after September first, twenty twenty. Right. That's that's good to know for for all businesses, including those that just opened uh, last year. I think so. I think that this is um, this is a pretty easy to apply for program. Um, all you really need to have is your invoices, right? Copies of your invoices, um, mm-hmm. some basic business business information, and you're ready to apply online. Right. Very good. And and uh, can you tell us a little more about this uh, program we've been hearing about, HASCAP? Highly Effective yes. Sectors Credit Availability Program Guarantee. That's a mouthful. Um, <laughs> you can break it down for us a bit. Yeah, so this was another program that was announced um, earlier this year. Um, uh, just another vehicle for, for businesses that have been affected um, uh, sales-wise 50% or more. So the government is providing low-interest loans of between – so at low interest, it's 4%, and the loan amount is 25000 to $1 million. Okay. That's uh, quite a bit of money. Um, so the government's mandated B- BDC, Business Development Canada, um, to provide a guarantee to your financial institution for 100% of the value of the new loan um, and increase your company's uh, credit limit. So you would apply for this uh, through the bank, just so you know. If you're interested, go to your local bank. Um, The first thing they're going to ask you is, 
you know, have you taken advantage of the um, the $60,000 Canadian emergency business account? That's the first thing they're going to ask you. Okay. So you want to tackle that first. You want to tackle that first, right? And that's that's interest-free money. So I would say you want to tackle that first before looking at this. Um, okay. So this particular um, loan is a 4% interest and a repayment uh, term of up to 10 years. That's uh, quite a long uh, term. Yes. And you can delay your first uh, payment up to um, 12 months, which is really good. Yeah, a lot of upsides to it. I should, think should so. you need it. <laughs> exactly. Um, but again, you need to apply for it relatively quickly. So they're saying that you need to apply for it by June 30th of this year. Right. So I think if you're in, in need of some money, it doesn't hurt to, um, you know, talk to your bank and um, just find out all the details you can about it ahead of time if this is an option that you need to take. Right. And, and I'll just ask a, a question because we, we've had this uh, come up sometimes that I think in the first uh, version of the PPE um, or rather the, the program to claim for, for PE, PPE and other things uh, that were required. Um, is it true that, that uh, I mean, there's only so much in each fund so that you, I mean, the, the sooner you apply, I'm assuming the better. Um, is that true that it's, it's a finite amount for, for most of these programs? No, that's, that's, no, that's not true. Um, okay. Normally, when you hear the word grant, a grant is a limited um, fund, right? But right. for these, um, once you qualify, um, you'll definitely get the money. It's really about making that deadline. If you miss the deadline, you're out of luck. Okay. Okay. Right. Then maybe it's a sort of a case of a, you know, when something going on with the website when people were applying or something and needing to try again and, and maybe it was just being overused <laughs> and overtaxed and they weren't oh, maybe and, getting through. And, and I, I will say that, you know, provincial websites are kind of notorious for this. So we do find that when we're, um, yeah, it's very true. When we, um, we do a lot of provincial grants and we notice that when you're trying to upload it, there's a lot of um, a lot of issues, so I, okay. I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case. Um, okay. But you definitely should get a confirmation, right? When you're applying for these funding programs, um, you always get a confirmation that it's gone through. Right. That's your signal that, uh, you know, it's it's gone through correctly, and uh, you don't have to try again. Yes, and, and I have heard from uh, from business owners that when you do apply, particularly for the uh, provincial funding, um, companies that first applied for it, their funding came through pretty quick. It came through in, let's say, a week or two. But then as more businesses started finding out about the provincial funding, they started applying. There was more companies that started applying. So now instead of getting their money in a week or two, now it's taking four to six weeks, right? So it's taking longer for it to come now. Right. But it will come. Just, right. Just a number of traffic <laughs> issue there, I guess. 
Exactly. That's yeah. what's happening. Well, Bonnie, you, you uh, have had an interesting view of things over the last year. I wonder if you can offer us any insights based on what you saw before the pandemic and after the pandemic in t- terms of uh, government funding for businesses. Um, I'd say that there's um, a lot of uh, sector-specific funding, so there definitely is a lot of funding out there. I mean, other areas that that we can talk about during the pandemic for for bakeries and restaurants, we've had um, storefront improvements that are currently open. So anyone looking to do anything to the exterior of their building, um, lighting, signage, doors, windows, um, those funding programs have just opened, right? They open, um, sorry, they're taking applications. They'll, they'll all begin opening April 1st. There's been um, a lot of energy reduction programs open. So if you're looking to uh, go to LED lighting, if you're looking to put in on any new HVAC, um, new air conditioning, new furnace, there's funding for that kind of thing. I think during the pandemic, I think we've seen this whole shift towards more of um, a green economy, a green world. I mean, we're hearing all about these green mm-hmm. cars. Um, so I think that that's, that's been a big shift as well. Um, so, yeah, there, is a, there still is a considerable amount of um, government funding out there. Um, it just really depends what the business is doing. However, um, with certain types of activities, like if you're taking advantage of something like the, um, the Canadian Emergency Wage Subsidy, that might disqualify you from some of the employment funding programs there are out there, such as uh, things like hiring grants and um, co-op salary refunds. Right, things that were in place before COVID, like typical hiring assistance. Exactly. So I guess the, the thinking is if you hire an employee and you're getting a wage subsidy for them now, um, the government's not going to give you a, a, a grant in addition getting the wage subsidy because you're already getting compensation for that employee. Right, I see. That's, pretty, right. that's a good point. Uh, I think a lot of our um, readers and listeners uh, would take advantage of that as sort of a yearly thing and, um, and look at, at uh, those government databases as a source for employees. So good to know that. Uh, those things, uh, you know, they they do relate uh, sort of a one or the other situation. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, Bonnie. Well, but, uh, for Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I, I think that for the restaurants, bakeries, I think that the storefront improvements would be something for them to uh, look at. You know, if you're looking to, to upgrade anything, t- typical storefront improvements are about ten thousand dollars. They'll give you fifty percent um, up to ten thousand dollars for for things like you know new signage, um, new doors, windows, awnings, anything to the exterior, right? Cladding, painting. So that that I I think could be something for these businesses that you know seem to be doing well to you know just refresh your look. Yeah, something they need to do anyway. That's that's great incentive, and this time of year especially, I think. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think this uh, this funding is um, helping, especially with the you know the energy component you were talking about. It's it's sort of um, nudging people over who may have been thinking about making a a really good change for their business anyway. 
Exactly. Well, thank you, Bonnie. That's quite a rundown, and we really appreciate your expertise on this. Uh, that's Bonnie thank Cable. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Bonnie. Colleen, thank you very much for having me, as always. Always a pleasure. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, as I say, uh, we'll have a link to uh, some other resources that Bonnie uh, kindly provided to us. And um, if you have any questions, shoot them to me as editor, and I'll, I'll get them to Bonnie, and we'll try to get you some, uh, some good information. So thanks again, Bonnie. And that's Bonnie Cable from AKR Consulting Canada in Mississauga. And we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Canadian Pizza Podcast, hosted by Canadian Pizza Magazine. 